Because, see, I, I think I'm offering the insightful commentary and the humor. So what am I here for? The color? They've been through all day, but so it's fun. They have each other's bags, and today is finally done. In a world setting in a Georgia town. On a show about libraries and visual sound. In the stacks of the library where it always starts. The stacks are much more than either of us thought. It's Thursday for mayhem, it's Thursday for fun. In the stacks with Barry and Latoya, it's second to none. Welcome to another episode of In the Stacks with Barry and Latoya. And as always, the viewpoints, opinions, jokes, uh, irreverent uh, terms used for different people of uh, different standings in our community and so forth. Just a general dialogue. None of that should be taken as uh, official statements in the library system, the board of trustees, or any of our employees. Or even ourselves. Or even ourselves, exactly. So if you're offended, uh, it's all on you. So, um, obviously, this is the first uh, episode post-library fair. We did one post-library fair. I'm making quotation marks in the air. But it was actually recorded prior right. to the library fair through the magic of technology. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, you know, we did very well. It was another record-breaking year. Uh, we cleared over $9,200. Yeah, exciting. Yeah, so that was awesome. And I think you've already spent most of it, right? Well, I did immediately, <laughs> the friends did immediately give $3,000 back to the uh, the library, which right. they, or they do every year. Um, so, yeah, that, that immediately took a third of the money that they had raised. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I don't think they've spent anything else yet. Uh, okay. Well, I'm just glad that the money was there to, to be given. You know, we were yeah. concerned about how the turnout would be, but it turned out to be really great. And, you know, I'm, I'm hoping, obviously, that next year things will continue to get better and, um, each year we tweak the fair in different ways, and even next year when we had our like two hour wrap up meeting yesterday, um, there two and even... a half hours. Okay, really, you had to go there. Well, it was two and a half okay. hours. Okay, anyway, I was just being more specific. Our two and a half hour wrap up meeting. There are even other changes that we will probably implement next year. So, I mean, I'm excited about it. Um, I'm glad it's behind us now, yeah. for the most part. I still have some emails to send out, but um, by and large, I'm glad that it was successful. And I tentatively say I'm looking forward to next year. Yeah, I'm not sure I would say I'm looking forward to next year. Um, <laughs> you know, maybe after some more time has passed. But yeah, it was a very successful one this year. I think everybody had a great time. We had perfect weather. Um, you know, we had so many wonderful sponsors and volunteers. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's great to see all the folks who come out. Some of the people, you know, I see at library fair. I only see at library fairs. So it's always fun to see them again. Um, and realize another year has passed. Because um, uh, this year we had 92 volunteers and almost 400 volunteer hours total. Yeah. So, I mean, that was really great. That is awesome. Uh, this was, um, you know, the the first, back in 2006, I was interim director at that mm-hmm. time. And uh, so this, I guess, was the, if you count that one, this is my fifth library fair as director. And, uh, you know, you became assistant director like uh, pretty much the month after. I was officially named director in 06, um, so it's been our fifth as a as a power team. Yeah. Um, which you know the year before that uh, we cleared like you know like less than three thousand dollars, and uh, we haven't cleared less than seven thousand in any since, of the year uh, since yeah. then. So uh, you know anybody who ever wants to get rid of us, just remember you're going to go back. Everything's going <laughs> to fall apart. Um, you know that kind of thing. But anyway, it's a lot of fun. I'm glad it was successful and. Uh, only three hundred and what fifty something days. 
Jeez, oh, yeah, don't, don't, something. don't, don't even mention it in that way. Like I said, I'm tentatively looking forward yeah. to it. Now, of course, you rocked the stage. Um, for those of you who, who want to go rocket. on YouTube, yeah, uh, you, you can look for uh, Kenrick and Latoya. If you type those in, you'll, you should find them. There are two, two videos up there. Um, unfortunately, you did not do "Pimps Don't Cry." No, I didn't. Um, and uh, you know, you didn't do what I had requested, which was. Uh, you know, the classic song, Solid. Yeah, no. You know, Our Love is Solid as a Rock. I, I really wanted to hear that one. But you did do um, Unforgettable. Mm-hmm. Um, Which kinda, was fairly did, forgettable. You kind of did the, um, <laughs> the what's her name? The <laughs> daughter and the dead dad version. <laughs> yes, the Nat and the Natalie version. Yeah. Um, and then you guys did uh, Endless Love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Diana Ross and Lionel Richie version. Yes. And, uh, and that was very good. Uh, so if you watch on the video, you'll see the two of them. You'll also see uh, Andrew, mm-hmm. uh, who's kind of sitting behind them. And uh, <laughs> and then I think on a couple occasions, you see my fingers. Yes, yes, we do see your fingers as you're yeah. recording it. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, it looks pretty good considering it was recorded on my phone. Yeah. So. Anyway, yeah I don't know if I'm gonna, we're going to repeat next year, but... Sure you are. I at least did Well, next it. year you should do a full set, though. Two songs yeah. is not a set. You should need to do at least five songs. Five songs? Yes. Yeah. Mm. And, uh, you know, all the performers were great. Uh, in Pumpkin City, rocked. They sure did. I mean, it was so <laughs> it's so much of a haze now Yeah, I, I can't I, even really remember yeah, they, the Yeah, they led with a, a, a powerful version of In the Stacks. Yeah. Which had a seven-minute-long drum solo. <laughs> and uh, it was really cool. And, uh, and then they did a couple of their Grace hits. Mm-hmm. And then they did Freebird, uh, the classic song by Leonard Skinner. Um, so big shout out to, uh, Pumpkin City. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not even touching that one. I'm not. No. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, to be fair, something went wrong and they actually yeah. weren't able to make it, but I'm sure they would have rocked the mic. They totally would have rocked yes. the mic. So that would have been awesome. Yeah. Hopefully maybe they'll be able to do something next year. Yeah, I mean, we'll definitely invite him back. Maybe we'll get the whole band because I know this year we're only going to have like pieces. Yeah, we're going to have like pumpkin pieces. (laughs) Yeah, uh, not the whole band. Like pumpkin tower. What's like something municipality? Like something smaller than the whole pumpkin city? Exactly. It was was like cream of pumpkin city. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, yeah, hopefully they'll be back and, and that'll be cool. But yeah, it feels like forever since we've done the show. Obviously, we've recorded... It's been like uh, four or five weeks. No, it hasn't been four or five weeks. Yeah. It's two. Because you went on vacation. Right, yeah. Tell everybody where you went. I went on a cruise to the Bahamas. Because... (laughs) It's so funny. I mean, you're like like from the islands. Yeah. So, like, you get on a cruise ship. To go to the islands. To go to the islands. It's really uh, more about the cruise itself yeah. than the where we're going because when we went. Because you've been to the Bahamas before. Yeah, I mean, right. obviously, I mean on cruises. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and like this time we had stopped in Nassau again, and I'd I'd already been there, and um, at the time I just didn't really feel like doing excursions because I was on a budget, and you know I was like, eh. So I stayed on the ship and I was on the internet. I was on Facebook. <laughs> the last cruise I went on, which was this summer, we went to Alaska, and it was really nice. Yeah, see, I want to do something like that at some point, because all the cruises I've taken um, have been Caribbean cruises, which, you know, I love, and I don't have an issue with, because um, I'm hopefully going to be taking another cruise this year. But I would like to do, like, a Mediterranean cruise or an Alaskan cruise or something like that, um, a repositioning cruise, um, which, you know, is when the ship is moving to a new port mm-hmm. and so they'll take in a lot of extra ports as they make their way to the new one right. so sometimes you'll be able to get a cruise like a week 
pay for um, going for a week, but you're actually gone for 12 days kind of thing. So, um, but yeah, I love cruising. That's, that's my desired way of vacationing. You know, I've always done um, carnival cruises and I've always yeah. really liked them. Oh. Um, uh, no. Although you've never done a carnival one, so nope. you can't. Whatever. I'm a Royal can't. Caribbean girl. But you can't, you can't say, you can't like, oh yeah, because you don't know. The, the party ship. Everybody knows that. No, I mean, the, uh, the only time I would say it's a party ship is if you go on one of those four-day, you know, Bahama cruises in the summer, <laughs> which is when the, all the spring break Yeah, and I usually, I always recommend, go. I recommend that people but, don't uh, go during high season. We, we like to go during hurricane season because everyone thinks, oh, you can't go on a cruise during then. It's like, yeah, because what, the ship is going to go straight into the hurricane? Mm -hmm. Hello? I mean, it, yes, the seas tend to be a bit more choppy, mm -hmm. and so the, the ship is rocking back and forth. I fortunately never had issues with motion sickness on the ships, even when they're rocking back and forth. But, yeah, no, I, I enjoy it. But, yeah, I have no real desire to go to car on the carnival cruise because I like But that's just because you did the other one first. Yeah, and I've enjoyed it so much so that I don't have I've it. always heard bad things about Royal Caribbean. Really? So. And see, it's the other way around yeah. for me. But, um, yeah, I've had a great time on the, the carnival cruises, and uh, the shows are spectacular. Mm -hmm. um, I really like those. Um, so, so, yeah. I'm excited because after this next cruise, because you go on like you, you go on like six cruises a year. No, no this year I've been on two, two, two this year. But you've gone on two go more, on, right? No, one more. I'm about to do a third. But no, in like, the same year. So, I mean, that is just well. I don't what's know. wrong with that? I just I'm surprised you would do that many in the same. And it's like I love the Alaska cruise, but I wouldn't. I mean, you know, the next vacation we do probably would not be a cruise. I mean, mm -hmm. I'd do something else. Yeah, no, I really like cruising. And, like, I'm a part of what Royal Caribbean has is a, a Crown and Anchor Society. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, it's kind of for frequent cruisers, yeah. just cruisers. And so after this one, I'll move up a level. And so, you know, each every time you move up, you you get extra perks and stuff. Yeah. There's only four levels. But yeah, on the Carnival, I mean, you get um, you get discounted rates yeah. on future ones. Um, you get little things when you get there. I mean, well, you get... Um, cabin upgrades when they're mm -hmm. available and stuff and then they have like a captain's party that yeah you have yeah. to show your you know your thing to get into and um this cruise was actually the first time we had been on a repeat cruise where they did not have um a bottle of champagne and um chocolate covered strawberries waiting for us in our room when mm -hmm. we arrived um every other previous cruise they've they've done since our since we became repeat cruisers uh, they had done that this time. They didn't do it, and that and the other people who were with us didn't get it either. So maybe it's something they phased out for some. Maybe because I know that with Royal but, Caribbean they had phased out doing like the Crown and Anchor um, party for the members, mm -hmm. and I think enough members complained about it because it's like you know, hello, we're your bread and butter kind of thing. Yeah. Why are you not you know? And so they brought it back, and of course when they do those, it's free alcohol right, and yeah. free food. They had sushi. They had all sorts of stuff. Um, but it was really cool. I mean, yeah, I'm not into the. Oh, it's free raw fish. You know, to me, if it's raw, it should be free. <laughs> Nonetheless. You know, I was, pay you to cook it. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, whatever. But what I would love to try is I want to be a back, I want to do a couple back-to-back -back cruises. You know, when... You practically do already. Well, some people will be on, this, on the ship, the same cruise ship, yeah. for two weeks. And, of course, technically, they cycle, you know, in some cases, a ship will cycle, do two cruises within a week. Yeah. So it counts, you know, each one counts, and so they move up a level, or however, faster. Yeah, the cruises, because you've been on just the short cruises, right? Um, the Have longest on one has been one? five days, okay. or five nights for me. Yeah, um, all the, um, pretty much all the recent ones I've been on are, are seven or eight days. Yeah, I want to do a seven eight. day. 
Um, I think next year, no, we're doing a five day next year because we've already kind of planned out which one we're doing. The first one we're doing next year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the one that we're doing next year, hopefully, is going to take us to um, Jamaica. It just, it, I, well, we want to see what it's like to be, you know, how to, when we get there as a tourist. Yeah. Know? Um, so it's supposed to go to Falmouth. Um, Jamaica, um, Labadee, You know, at some point you're going to be like, oh yeah, I'm so excited. We're going on vacation. Really? Where are you going? Oh, we're going to stay at the Hampton Inn in Milledgeville and <laughs> we're going to go on the trolley tour and go to the, the old Capitol Museum. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. I mean, we're going to see it, what it's like from a tourist eye. Well, I mean, you know, because again, <laughs> growing up in Jamaica, I, you know, I know. But you have family the, there, so you can go like go stay with them for yeah, free. Yeah, yeah, but no, still, I want to see because for one, they just the last time I was in Jamaica, they were still in the process or the development of turning Falmouth and in, back into a port to receive the ships, yeah. and so I want to see what it's like coming in in that way to Jamaica via the port and the types of things that they put out there. Because I'm sure they'll just put markets out there and yeah. that kind of stuff. But I don't know. I think it's exciting. That's okay. That's why you're not invited to come along on the cruises. Yeah. Now, I have invited you to come yeah, along on cruises that. before. I spend enough time with you. Yeah. And you're like, mm, no. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't like the idea of us being both gone at the same time, generally. <laughs> are, we like, are we like the president and the vice president? Yeah, that's how it works. I think there's people around here who would uh, jump right into things if both of us were dead. I'm sure there are. <laughs> but I'm just <laughs> I just, I think, you know, someone with our um, experience needs to be here at all times, at least one of us. So for a week to be gone. And I, least, I think people would survive. They'd survive, but, you know, I'm afraid yeah. something catastrophic happens during that period and you know, I would like to believe that individuals could make sound decisions, but you, you know how I am. I'm, I'm, I just can't. You just go. don't want to go on a cruise. That's fine. Okay. Um, okay. I guess we'll move on. Yes. I do have uh, my people in a minute segment. Now, are you going to cover the shocking news that came out today about, uh, the actor who plays Leonard and the actress who plays Penny? No, there's what? Where was it? Was it on People? Well, I saw it on Yahoo News. Okay, because I didn't see um, anything on People. Apparently in this month's Why issue of, my... wow. of CBS Watch, exclamation yeah. mm -hmm. point, magazine. I don't yeah. know what that is. As well, I mean, I didn't know it was a magazine. I just knew yeah. about the online aspect of it. Okay, well, they interview um, the actress whose name, I don't know, Kaylee oh, or Kaylee. something? Yeah, okay. Kaylee C. Something. She said that her and Johnny, who plays um, Leonard, mm -hmm. uh, dated for two years. And kept it on the down low. Uh, matter of fact, they broke up last winter, coincidentally, around the time their characters broke up on mm. the show. Um, she said they kept it really quiet, and uh, there are some people around them who thought it would not be a good idea for them to go public with it. Mm -hmm. And so they they never they on set you know didn't show any signs of it. They never went out together. They just you know, hung out in private and stuff like that. And uh, she says it was kind of stressful though. And uh, so now she says, since they've broken up, there's been a few tense moments on the set, uh, she says, but they're, they're remaining professional and they're friends. And well, I mean, now stuff. that they're each making um, 200 grand an episode, I would hope that they yeah. <laughs> could put it behind them. Well, and she, they were asked her about their characters eventually getting back together. And she said she thought that, you know, down the road, 
that their characters are meant to be together. I don't think but so. But she said she thought it would be a long, long time. Because, I mean, you know, I think it's interesting that they put that, you know, they, they all kind of rebound or whatever, mm-hmm. with the, or fall back into whatever with each other. But I still believe that Penny and Sheldon are supposed to be together. <laughs> I don't, the, the Penny and Leonard thing, that's been done. That's great, whatever. Yeah. But I love her chemistry with th- those two characters Well, together. and you know, apparently this season there's going to be a, a little while she's not going to be on the show. Really? Um, yeah, and he mentioned in that article, too. You should really keep up with this Hello, pop culture stuff. Hello, it's not on people. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, apparently she broke her leg recently in a horseback riding accident. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they had to briefly ride her out of the show. And um, So she, what, goes on, like, a vacation or something, probably? I don't know. Probably. But they said, yeah, there apparently is a few episodes this season that she's not going to be in at all um, because of that. And I'm like, why didn't they just say she broke her leg and... Ever, yeah. I mean, I don't understand that. Because I'm sure they out? could have made something hilarious about it in yeah. the show about her breaking her leg. Well, you know, there was the great episode where she, like, um, fell in the shower mm-hmm. and Sheldon had to take her, you know, yeah. to the emergency room. I mean, do something else silly. Like, have her, um, have, you know, oh, oh, the elevator's actually working today. And then, yeah. And then something happens. She breaks her leg and then it goes back to being, you know, taped off. But I don't know why they wrote her out. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah. But, so, yeah. And, and that was various people in a minute. No, that's not even okay. <laughs> Did we even mention what show we were talking about? Oh, <laughs> Big I don't Bang think Theory. so. No, I don't, I'm going to have to <laughs> listen to that. Big Bang Theory. Yeah, I'm wow. not sure we mentioned I think we just went straight into you know, Penny and Leonard and stuff. Yeah, that's, Big that's our favorite show, so yeah. sorry for yeah. the listeners who don't watch the show. Um, my first thing was the Flintstones turned 50. Oh. Um, today, I actually. The, the, the original Flintstones. Yes, the original. Not all so, that Flintstones. I print out part of what I was going to read or share with our audience. It says, the, the Flintstones, it was the perfect mix of satire, slapstick, and distinct personalities, all wrapped up in Primetime's first animated series. The Flintstones burst onto the screen on September 30th, 1960, and mm-hmm. has been on there in one form or another ever since. The Flintstones aired on Friday nights on ABC at 7.30 and included sponsors such as Winston, Alka-Seltzer, One-A-Day Vitamins, and Post Cereals. Hanna-Barbera produced new 30-minute episodes for six seasons, which is September 30th, 1960 to September 2nd, 1966. And then the series was rebroadcast on NBC for several seasons, which was from 67 to 69 and 69 to 70. Was all of that in primetime? Um, it didn't say if, if the rebroadcasts were in prime time. Yeah, I just didn't realize it ran that long yeah. in prime time. Um, well, I guess, I guess yeah, the six seasons must have mm-hmm. been in prime time. Since that time, the Flintstones have been the subject of three feature films and countless spinoffs and specials, not to mention years of product endorsements. Um, I do like Fruity Pebbles. I don't think I've ever had. No, I don't like the, the like the chocolate. I'm not big on chocolate cereal. Yeah, no. You know, but I like Fruity Pebbles. That's a, that's a good cereal. Well, like off-brand Captain Crunch. Yeah, I know. You'd be like having, I don't know, <laughs> crumbly crumbly pebbles, you know. Um, it's saying here that um, today the show is fondly remembered not only for its great character characterization and ability to make light of everyday married life, but also for its quirkiness, her quirk, its quirky inconsistencies. Yeah. The name of Fred's boss, as well as his face, changed almost as often as his car, which was known to go from a two-seater to a four-seater at a whim. And they, they constantly would do flashbacks to how Fred met Wilma. Yeah. And none of them ever matched up. It says here, yeah, like the original series, the spinoffs have also been 
full of inconsistencies. One series would show the teen, the children as teenagers, while the next would have them back in diapers. There also, there's been absolutely no consistency in the the appearances of the neighboring Fra- Frankenstone family. Yeah. And what's with the Flintstone kids? Fred and Barney weren't supposed to have met their wives until yep. they were adults. Yeah. <laughs> But all and, of this is part of the charm of the, the characters. And the Dino thing. Appealing. If you watch the first yeah. episode with Dino on it, mm-hmm. Dino speaks with like a British accent and is very, very intelligent. Yeah. And then, and then the very next episode, he's like, yip, 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 yip. <laughs> it's like, wait, I mean, cause I always wondered if, did they give that, that dog dinosaur a lobotomy? Cause yeah. I don't think he was playing after that point. You can look at him when he like jumps on Fred and starts licking his face and yeah. stuff. You know, there's not much going on in his head. <laughs> I saw the first episode with him. He was more intelligent than Fred. I think they gave Dino a lobotomy. I, I don't know. I just I remember that is, watching it as a kid. I don't, I don't know I don't if Bobby Thompson from ARF is listening to oh this. Oh, my God. You know, but that, I think we might need to have contacted PETA about this and said this is like the first incident of primetime animal abuse. <laughs> I'm serious. I, did you you never saw the first episode? I can't remember. He was a slightly first. different color too. Yeah, he was I like do blue remember the, the different instead of shape. purple. Yeah. And then when he became purple, he became dumb. Didn't didn't you know even change after that? Didn't he become more of like a reddish color or something? I, I mean, know. it's been so long since I've that watched that show. Jumped it. the shark when when the Great Gazoo came in though. The what? The Great Gazoo. You know, the little green guy had like a helmet. Oh with yeah, antenna yeah, yeah, on yeah, it. yeah. All right. So I was not a fan of Gazoo. Okay. Hmm. Gazoo shouldn't shouldn't have been on that show. This I is this can't... isn't. I love Genie. Okay. <laughs> which was the most sexually frustrating show in the history yeah. of all television because you know all right, you, you have this young unmarried Hot, yeah. uh, you know Air Force guy Scantil- and, yeah, right? and, and then comes along clad. a beautiful a beautiful girl Barbara Eden, <laughs> Barbara Eden, Barbara Eden, right yeah. who's, who's calling him master and stuff right and saying <laughs> tell me what to do anything master <laughs> and you know what he's like he's like oh just get out don't do any of this magic stuff what's wrong with you yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, I know him and Roger were close, okay? They may have been close. But, you know, in that case, you know, he couldn't he have said, can't you make yourself look like, you know, Ken from Ken and Barbie <laughs> instead of Barbie, okay? I, I That show always bothered me. E- even when I was a little kid, that show frustrated me. Wow. I, ever, I cannot watch that show because every episode I'm like, what is wrong with you? But that is true, yeah. He always seemed to try to get her to like leave yes. him alone. I mean, and... she's half naked, okay? It's not, like, it's not even like he's cheating on anybody because no. he never had a significant other. No, yeah. Okay, what is wrong with the man? Yeah. That, that no. It's like it's go not banish right. her to her, her own yeah. life. So, so Dino's lobotomy and Barbara Eden not not being told what to do. Those two things <laughs> bother really me. really bother you. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. So my next thing for my people in a minute is um, I saw, as I was coming in this morning, that screen star Tony Curtis died yes. at yeah. the age of 85. Who, who on the Flintstones, I think, was uh, Tony Kurt Rock? I forget what he was. Oh, yeah, he was on he there. He was on there, he? yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I, didn't even, I didn't even think about that. I forget that. what his name was. But, I mean, they mm-hmm. all had plays on Rock or Boulder or something. Um. So, in the People article, it's saying, um, unlike another pretty face of his generation, Mar- Marlon Brando, who at least took his early screen role seriously, Tony Curtis wasn't entirely about the performance. He states, I was a good-looking kid. That's the only reason I got into the movies. <laughs> I mean, he was a very good-looking guy back then. I mean, if you yeah. look at pictures of him as he got older, 
That's just scary. Well, yeah. Well, today Kendrick was like Stony Curtis. Oh, okay. Stony Curtis was his was name just, on the Flintstones. <laughs> this morning, Kendrick was like, "Oh, didn't you know he was gay?" I was like, "No, he wasn't gay." No, he was not gay. He's like, you know, him and Rock Hudson were close. I'm like, just because no. he was hanging out with Rock Hudson doesn't mean that he was he was gay. And of course, yeah. then I start to doubt myself, and I actually looked it up because I was like, "No, he's married six times." Yeah, exactly. And he's you know, Kendrick's like, "Well, you have horrible gaydar." I'm like, "Yeah, okay, I do have horrible gaydar, but I'm." <laughs> not that oblivious to the fact that I'm like Tony Curtis was not gay. No, no, no. I mean Rock Hudson was gay, but I mean Tony Curtis was I mean like I guess he is Hollywood, you never know who's bi. Yeah. But the man certainly had a healthy interest in the opposite. Right, because like well. you said, you know, it says it well, in all there were more than hundred and fifty movies which took place along with an equally extravagant Hollywood high life, six wives, romances with starlets from Marilyn Monroe to Natalie Wood. And six kids, he candidly admitted, um, he often failed, including, of course, Jamie Lee Curtis, which I guess is his most famous child, although her sister is also an actress. Um, nor did he make a secret of his real name, which was Bernie Schwartz, um, or his one-time drug use, or his trips to the shrink to deal with his debilitating depression. The late 50s brought meaty roles and memorable movies, in 57, he did Sweet Smell of Success with Burt Lancaster. In 58, The Defiant Ones with Sidney Poitier. Um, and then the comedy rated number one funniest by the American Film Institute, Billy Wilder's 1959 Some Like It Hot with Marilyn Monroe and Jack Lemmon with the two leading men playing 1920s musicians on the lamb in drag. That's actually one of my favorite movies. It's such a good movie. Yeah, it's it's good movie. hilarious. Yeah. Um, and the fact that they were able to kind of get away with doing something like that in that period, in, in the 1950s, they were so conservative with, with movies. But, yeah, it's kind of sad that, um, I guess, I mean, really, a, a screen legend mm -hmm. has passed away. So, Stanley yeah. Curtis. And my last one you're going to love. If it's about Lindsay Lohan again. No, I actually just, I made a conscious effort. Because it's like, I don't want to talk about Lindsay anymore. Because it's Lindsay I'm again, so we're just going to talk about her being a skank, and we're going to talk about uh It's like, is she movie. in this, yeah, or it's like, is she in rehab this week, or in jail, or it's like each week it changes. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm really just sick of it. So I decided yeah. not to include her, although you just mentioned her yeah. in my segment. I'll read the headline. Watch your back, Barbie. Justin Bieber gets all action dolled up. For all the Justin Bieber fans who have always craved spending more alone time with a teen pop sensation, oh my. here's your chance, sort of. A new collection of lifelike Bieber action figures will be available at national retailers, including Target and Walmart, in early December. And like the singing sensation, these mini Biebers are multi-talented, Boasting changes of clothes, tons of accessories, and the ability to and, sing and your favorite ballad. Enough hair care product to clog a horse. <laughs> For music lovers, the music video collection figurines play 30-second snippets of his hit songs like Baby and One Less Lonely Girl, while the JB-style collection focuses on the <laughs> star's trademark outfits of jeans, high tops, and, of course, his signature hair swoosh. So whether you admire... hair swoosh. Hair swoosh. Yeah. Okay. Because he does that freaking thing where he's like almost breaking his neck every time. Oh, that's because he... his hair is falling in his eyes. Yeah, I know. Yeah. He needs to chop it off. So whether you admire his musical or satoric, um, satorial stylings, rest assured there's finally enough beaver to go around. 
priced from $17.99 to $27.99. These mini Beavers will soon be available for online pre-order at JustinBeaverToys.com. Mm. You know, I only know two songs by Beaver. Well, I know, I know, I know Baby, baby yeah. which is catchy. Yeah. And I, I know that somebody to love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you heard it, I bet you would you would recognize don't, it. Don't don't even try um, that. You you know more about Beaver than I do. I guess. I mean, those are the only two songs I know by him. I don't know anything else by him. Yeah, I don't know. It's just interesting how you know. I guess how big he is. It just reminds me of you know back in the Partridge Family days. Well, with, if you look at old pictures, even like Donny Osmond and all this, yeah, they look actually surprisingly very, alike. Yeah, it's like this. Um, yeah, I mean, because I'm like he's like a Leif. He's like a Donny. Yeah. He's like a. What, who was, um, what, gosh, that's horrible that I forgot his name, Don, um, from Partridge Family, the main guy. Oh, uh, well, there's, was it David Cassidy? Yeah, David Cassidy. I'm sorry to say Sean Cassidy. Sean yeah, Cassidy no. was a, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's these that have these really hot stars for a minute. And I'm like, I'm sure like even two or three years from now, you'll be like, who? Or, you Well, know. you know, if he's lucky, he'll, he'll stay around a bit like Donnie has. I mean, Donnie Osmond's, I mean, <clears throat> he certainly hasn't had... The kind of career he had when he was younger, but no. I mean, he's, he's been on Broadway. He's yeah, done, he's, yeah. He's had a career, and I mean, you I mean, know, he, unlike Leif Garrett, who's now hanging out on like the dumbest, world's dumbest, yeah, dumbest criminals. Right. Yeah, he looks yeah. really bad. He does. Too. I mean, he's all drugged out and stuff. Anyway, but yeah. and and um, speaking of which, um, Danny Bonaducci is also on that show, yeah. which was. Um, I mean, I, I I like watching those uh, reality stupid shows, but I hate. I think I would prefer it with just like a narrator over the, yeah. the footage. I don't like it when it cuts back to like actual criminals, well, like Todd Bridges. And, <laughs> yeah, and I don't that, need that those. skater who like paid somebody to break Nancy Tony Kerrigan's Harding, knee. Yeah. Like, every time those Tanya Harding shows up on there and she's like making fun of criminals being dumb. It's like, I'm like hello, uh, look in a mirror. Call, yeah. Look in a mirror. Well, those are the non-funny parts. Like when they have comedians do yeah. the commentary. I think that stuff is actually kind of funny sometimes. sometimes. Yeah. But when they have the those now what I'd call D or F list celebrities. Yeah. It's like, no, I, I guess that's the appeal of the short, whatever. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so, so yeah, I like I wonder, how it's not reality. It's actuality. It's actuality. I'm just, want, we've already said that on a show. I think. Uh, yeah, well, I, it still bears repeating. That's dumb. <laughs> it hasn't gotten less dumb over time. You know, another entertainment thing that I didn't feel you recover. Um, well, I do three. George okay, Lucas. You've done one, so this is George two Lucas. for you. George Lucas has announced. Who is? You don't know who George Lucas is? No, well, considering how many times you said his name. I was trying to think of how to phrase what he's doing. Okay. Oh, dear. He is once again going to urinate all over the legacy that is Star Wars. Oh, my gosh. Because he is once again going to re-release the original trilogy. Why? Well, now, of course, keep in mind, back you know, in the 90s, he re-released them uh, with... Better special effects. Right, right. And a screwed up story. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, things happened that didn't happen the first time. For instance, um, Greedo fired first on Han Solo. Even though we all know but, Han um, was so badass yeah. that he fired first. Right. Okay. Well, <laughs> now he's going to change them all into 3D. And re-release them. <sighs> I wish... You know, one of my Facebook friends had posted, you know, oh, what does everybody think about this? And several people were like, oh, you know, nerdgasm and stuff. No. And I was like, and I just posted, no. When will the man leave the damn things alone? I mean, it was fine as it was. Yes. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. The movies are classics. 
re-release them. I'm fine with that. Yeah, but don't keep changing exactly them. like with Disney, they re, you know bring stuff yeah, out the vault. They, they That's don't, fine. They don't change right exactly. Parts of the movies. They just change it to say, oh, now it's digitized. Blah blah. blah. Fine, yeah. but yeah, don't edit it. Don't do anything else yeah. to it. If you have extra features, put it the bonus feature yeah. or something. Leave and it as it is. It's not like the man doesn't have enough money. I know. Leave because, it alone, George I mean, Lucas. Leave it alone. <laughs> Because he was one of the first in terms of Pixar. I mean, I know he, he's no longer a part of it, but he was one of the first that was approached as far as yeah. developing it. And I think it had started as a part of his um, studio and then rolled off. Is that a, a picture of Justin Bieber? No, it's the actually Bieber a picture toy? of the doll. Yeah. Let's see the toy. With the swoosh. That doesn't even look like him in the face. Well, yeah. I mean, you've got the hair. I guess that's the... Important I think the thing. exciting part is the changing of the clothes and stuff. It's That's so true. Cool. You can undress him at home. Yeah. Put him in whatever you want. <laughs> but yeah, so. You put him in the little chaps that you, you cut That's, yourself out of leather strips that or whatever. Is it. Well, I mean, it's just so crazy, the Bieber mania, which again, a lot of it, you know, I know happened back in your day too with with girls going completely. Like, well, I mean, well, now on, you can. <laughs> Yeah. No, I was wondering where you're going with it. No, yeah. no, no. I'm saying like now we of course got have the wonderful thing that's called YouTube. So yeah. you see all these videos of you know like I think I heard. Did you hear when he did his on um, on camera kiss or whatever? There were girls recording on YouTube how much you know. I can't believe you did that and, and telling the girl that they're gonna kill her and yeah, and you know it's that. like people crying and and I'm like really because yeah when I was growing up I mean you know there was still Tiger Beat. Yeah. was out there, and uh, there were lots of little rock and pop magazines mm -hmm. that would be filled with, I, I, of course, I didn't read any of them, sure, but I saw not. them. I'm sure um, Kenrick did, though. Hey, yeah, baby. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it was around the same time for the metal people, there was stuff like Circus Magazine and stuff mm -hmm. like that. It was the same kind of things, though, only for a different crowd. You know, the covers would have, like, you know, montages of five different people's right. heads, you know, that kind of thing, so... It's so yeah, I'm good. I'm so over the Bieber thing, but again, I think you know, obviously, I'm getting older now. You're so in I'm Bieber recovery. To, <laughs> I'm not supposed to be all into it, but I was never one of those fanatical fans back when I was into like New Kids on the Block and all that stuff. It was like, yeah, I had my favorite person or whatever, but I wasn't all like, oh, I'm gonna marry you and oh my gosh and yeah, whatever. So moving along. I was wanting to do it as a surprise, but before we started recording the show, I was like, oh, I have a surprise for you. And you're like, oh, am I the chump today? And so you kind of ruined it there. But Well, I mean, how many how many surprises could there be? Would you say, oh, I've got a surprise during the show? Well, it could have been anything. I could have been like seeing Happy Birthday, Mr. President or something. I don't know. Well, that would have been just weird. That would have been a surprise. <laughs> I admit. But yeah, so you guessed it, but I didn't tell you what it was about or anything like that. It's time for you to get stumped, although I'm sure you'll get these right, because... You never know. You never know. Well, this is, it's Iron Man 2 trivia. Alright, so that means it's trivia about the movie? Yes. Okay. About the movie, but it's also based in the comics, obviously. But um, okay. these are from the movie, more so. Hmm. And right. Now, I've only seen the movie one time. <laughs> well, um, the reason, well, for one, I saw Iron Man 2 again for like the fifth or sixth time while I was on the cruise. Yeah. And we were talking about not too long ago the fact that they're going to do another one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, which I'm super excited about because I'm curious to see yeah. what I mean, I love the first two movies. So. Yeah, they're really great movies. I mean, I've read a lot of Iron Man comics over the years, but the movies are better than they've ever treated Iron Man in the comics. Wow. Hmm. So yes, um, I have the five questions, and actually you only get 
A, B, and C as choices, partly because this is totally outside of my element and I actually had to go and like look up stuff. To... Okay. <laughs> so yeah, anyway, it was <laughs> right. last minute and okay. you know, I put more emphasis but, into and now just confirm my... for me because there are some differences between the comics and the movies. These are about the movie. Well, it's a little of both, but I will make it, I'll tell you specifically what okay. I'm looking All right. for. All right. Okay. So question number one. Okay. Iron Man 2 is Scarlett Johansson's third foray into comic book films. Which of the following comic book movies was she not in? Okay. A, Ghost World. Mm -hmm. B, American Splendor. Or C, Spirit. Well, I know she was in The Spirit. Mm -hmm. I think she was in Ghost World, which I never saw. I don't even I know thought what she that was. is. And, you know, I've never seen American Splendor either. But I know that was a... a a documentary movie based around the life of Harvey Picar, who did American Splendor, the comic book series. I see you're already um, speaking. Different I language. believe then she was not in American Splendor. Yay! So what is Harvey Picar? Harvey Picar actually died recently. Really? Uh, Ghost World. Um, I know it's by Dan Klaus, the the graphic novel. I never read it. Mm -hmm. I think. You know, I don't even want to guess what I think it's about because I don't know. Oh, okay. Um, I know that he did, um, Dan Klaus has done a lot of stuff in uh, in the graphic novels field, mostly published by Fantagraphics, and mostly it's the kind of artsy, pretentious stuff I don't like to read. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm not really that familiar with it. Um, Speaking of reading, when we get to your segment, I am reading, so that'll be nice because I actually oh, get awesome. to kind of jump in and talk about something. Um, okay, so you're one for one. Again, we've only had two people on the show to both be losers and both get all five right. So, But not the same people. No, definitely not <laughs> the same people. Okay. Question number two. Scarlett Johansson, by the way, a lovely woman. Yeah, lovely she doesn't movie. really need to they're, talk. They're though. talking about... She's one of those people that I don't need her to talk. Well, they're talking about doing a Black Widow spinoff movie. That would be interesting because, I mean, the, because, the little bit that she was when she was yeah. truly Black Widow in there, that was hot. I, I would pay to watch her just walk around for two hours in that Black Widow outfit. That would, yeah, would be hot. Or even doing some that. of those moves. Yeah, she, that. Didn't even, she could just sit there. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Every now and then cross her legs. But see, maybe, I mean, I don't even stretch she's... every now and then. <laughs> like a cat. Yeah, or um, just a yawn. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> I'd, I'd pay money for that. Well, see, I mean, I don't even think she's a she's. <laughs> Honestly, not a great actress, even though no. she won a, what, Tony or whatever. Every time I've seen her in anything, it's very much the same type of character. I don't really see much range. And granted that a lot of the, I guess, the movie she's in doesn't require a great deal of range. I would like to see her maybe try something a bit more serious. Because she was in The Other Bowling Girl. Yeah. And I guess she's that's been as close in serious too. movies. I mean, I, I just I'm not really. You know, I never movie. saw Lost in Translation. I know I saw people that. rave about it. I know, that and movie. I saw it, and I was just like, huh? Yeah. I mean, you know, I maybe again, whenever people rave about it, I'm just like, what? I'm like, did I miss something, or is it that obvious what I'm supposed to be getting? Yeah. That so yeah, I didn't really care for Lost in Translation all that much. Bill Murray, he's cool in some movies, like Meatballs, great movie. Meatballs is good. <laughs> um, it's not Ghostbusters, it, of course. But Ghostbusters. Um, what about Red Bob? Bob? Love that movie. Uh, Groundhog Day. Yeah. Scrooge. Yes. Um, but Caddyshack. Yeah. Lost in Translation, no, not so much. Yeah. But Zombieland, he was great in that. Do you have any uh, regrets? I still. Uh, Garfield, maybe. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> 
But yeah, I still Zombie Land was okay. I'm I'm still. I've like, seen Zombie Land like eight nine times. Really, awesome I saw movie. it the one time and I was like, oh. but you weren't really watching it. Also. It's just like the whole. It was you're like getting night? up, going into no, kitchen. I saw, no, no, because when if it's stuff like that, I've seen. It's like when I've made you watch movies. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, oh, unless I, I pay, unless I make you watch it. Yeah. You'll be like checking your Facebook. Yeah. Or you're like, oh, Doing I'm gonna go nails. count some money. <laughs> you know, and it's like, no, you have to pay attention to some movies. Yeah, and I'm like doing my nails and stuff. Cause last night we saw, um, Kendrick and I were watching. You know, of course they're pushing the whole the movie social network, which is about yeah. Facebook. So he sees what is it, Jesse Eisenberg, and he's like, oh, isn't he the guy from? And I think he named a, a Michael Sarah movie. I'm like, no. They're basically the same person. No, Michael Sarah is actually in. No, I thought Michael Sarah was the one in uh, the, no. <laughs> the social. No, uh, it's it's actually Jesse Eisenberg. Really? So it's the Zombie Land kid. Yes, I, I, see, I thought it was Michael Sarah. No, it's not. They're one and the same. They have the same voice. They have the same facial features. The expressions. It's it is my it is Jesse Eisenberg. I'm looking because I could have sworn yeah, that was because that's what he thought too. He's like Michael. So I'm like no, it's not. <laughs> yeah, Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, because they're one in the same. It's a doppelganger. <laughs> wow. Huh. All right. And see, I was wondering because I thought at one point Shia LaBeouf was supposed to be in it, but I guess he didn't. Or he, he was too busy. Ruining some other movie. Because isn't there supposed to be like another Transformers or something? Because yeah, I never saw the last one. Yeah, they're going to make Transformers 3. And yeah, I never saw the Of course, he's, he's got um, Wall Street 2 uh, coming out right now. Right, it's which out every I... day, I think. Or thankfully, tomorrow. it came out, it came out last week because it was really? number one at the box office last week. Oh, okay. Well, oh, it's Social Network that comes out tomorrow. Yeah. But no, I haven't seen it. I was wanting to see it. Um, Wall Street 2. Was it Money Never Sleeps? Yeah, which I'm, I'm a little bit interested in that. I... I'm, well, I'm sad because Martin Sheen isn't in it again because yeah. I would have liked to have seen more of you know Gecko's interaction with him and what happened after 20 years. Not so much Gecko's daughter and yeah. her finding love and yeah, I, I don't know. Um, it was an obvious appeal to to bring in younger crowds. Yeah. Under the assumption that you know the only people who would go see Wall Street Two would be people you know in their 35 and up. So I would have seen. I mean, because yeah, recently they were showing. I think it was weird because it was on. What network is CNBC or one of those channels that you don't think of movies being on, but they showed Wall Street anyway. Oh. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I watched that fairly recently. Right, anyway, back two. to trivia. Yeah, yeah back two. to trivia. The film's basic storyline, of course, we're speaking of Iron Man 2. Stark must cope with the government um, confiscating his armor and a midlife crisis of depression and alcoholism with his manipulative rival Justin Hammer scheming to ruin him, is inspired by which Iron Man comic? Demon in a Bottle was the name of the storyline. Is that, is that one of the choices? I mean, obviously. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's one of the most famous Iron Man stories of all like, time. I would know. Yeah. I mean, really? So I was like, all right, well, let me just throw that yeah, one in there. That was Demon in a Bottle. Which is a, a great storyline. Um, the original storyline is actually very brief. It's only like four or five issues where he like falls into alcoholism, loses the armor, and then yeah. comes back. Um, but there was a sequel to it later on written by Denny O'Neill where um, he was actually became a drunk again, lost his company, gave the armor to Rhodey, and Rhodey was Iron Man. For um, Iron Man. And he, I mean, that storyline lasted about three years wow. before Tony finally came back as Iron Man. Um they did a better job on that. I love Demon in a Bottle, but it was so quick, you know. Um, but well, it was a different era. Yeah. I mean, you know, at that time, a five or six-year storyline was a long storyline. 
Huh. So, yeah. Okay. Well, see, and I went and looked up um, choices and... I mean, I might miss the next three. You never know. N- doubt it. Okay, number three. In the comics, Tony Stark would drive on the racetrack and suffer a car crash um, from which he is rescued. Anyway, yeah. Let me reread. Okay, because, yeah, all right. In the comics, Tony Stark would drive on a racetrack and suffer a car crash, a car crash from which he is rescued. This event has been replicated in the film, with the minor change being that Whiplash's attack causes the crash. Stark is saved by getting his suit of armor, or his suit, sorry, his suitcase armor. In the comic, who rescues Tony on the racetrack? I, yeah, I, okay. <laughs> I don't even know a. what story they're referencing. Yeah. But okay. apparently it, it, it does happen in the okay. comic. Okay, all right. Um, is it A, Pepper Potts, B, Rhodey, or Colonel James Rhodes, or C, Happy Hogan? Hmm. Okay. Uh, well, this is tough because my first thought would be that it would be Pepper because these days she's actually running around in a suit of armor and her codename is Rescue. Um, oh. But okay. in this case, I'm... See, I think Happy, Happy's been dead in the comics for a while, so I don't know how far back this incident occurred, but I mean, Happy's dead in the comics. I'm going to go, I'm going to go with Rhodey. It really is Happy. See, I, I'm not sure when, the, when, or are they referencing like the, the comic book adaptation of the movie or something? Mm-mm, I mean, it's just saying in the comics, Tony would drive yeah, on a racetrack and Would drive a on a race. I don't yeah, know. <laughs> that he drives on a racetrack and suffers a car crash yeah. from which... Um, Happy Hogan rescued him. The events are duplicated um, in the film by, but they make the hmm. minor change that Whiplash caused the crash. Okay. But yeah, Happy actually rescued. Yeah, I'm not sure what, what when they're. I don't know. Go um, ahead. All right, so I'm two for three. Yes. Number four, Tony Stark creates a new arc reactor with the use of what superhero item? You want to just blurt that out, or can I actually read the? You can read the thing. Yeah. A, Thor's Warhammer, B, Captain America's Shield, or C, the Black Panther's vib- vibranium weave suit. <laughs> uh, this is a movie question, correct? So it'd be Captain America's Shield. Yes. Yes. So that doesn't actually happen in the books or in the mo- in the comic book. Well, you know what they've done in the past couple of years is they've they've scrambled to change everything to make it look more like from the movies. Okay. But um, in the old days, I mean, there were no arc reactor mm-hmm. stuff. I mean, you know, it was uh, originally the, back in the 60s. I mean, he just actually built a battery that plugged into his heart <laughs> that kept it running. And so an electrical surge could actually cause it to go out sometimes. Mm-hmm. And he was constantly, and there's many, many issues where you would see him sitting around with his shirt off with the, the armor chest plate on with a wire coming out of it plugged into a socket in the wall. Because he had to power it by electricity. Oh my gosh! Um, now that was back in the old days, and they've tried to update the technology as it's gone on. But yeah, Captain America oh. Shield and move. Yay! So I have one. You're three for four. Okay. Three and a half, I guess. Isn't that right? I mean, if, if no. I'm torn between two, is that how it works? <laughs> so, I get a half a point. That's. I think that's how you said it worked on the last episode. Whatever. 
Okay, moving on to the last question. And see, I didn't even... Well, here's your button. But I don't even... I was like... I get a button. Well, I was going to bring... It was, I, I got caught in the stacks with myself in Latoya. <laughs> it was funny because I was going to grab one of your newest books. Oh, it's my and, prize. And give it back to you as your prize. Say, look what you get. Something all about you. Mm. Okay, so number five. When Tony goes... Oh, sorry. Yeah, I should probably read the question, not part one of the choices. All of the following scenes in the film explicitly Might be Jeopardy style. <laughs> there we question. Go. All of the following scenes in the film explicitly foreshadow the Avengers, which comes out mm. next year. Except which: a) when Tony goes through his father's case, an old Captain America comic book can be seen inside; b) Fury and Black Widow tell Tony of the Avenger, the Avengers in the diner; or c) Agent Coulson finds Thor's hammer in a crater in the post credit scene. So which of them foreshadow the Avengers except, or which one does not, did not actually happen? I assume happen. it'd be A. Uh, unless there's some trick question, like, you know, it was, you know, Agent Stillwell who found the hammer or something, you know, but uh, I assume A. Nope. It actually, supposedly, when Tony goes through his father's case, yeah. there's an old Captain America comic. Okay, then there must be a twist because I mean they found Thor's hammer in the right the and that scene one's after right. the credits. I created the question about the or the answer. Fury and Black Widow tell him of the Avengers. Well, they in the do diner. tell him about the. Oh, it wasn't in, in the, the diner. diner. They didn't tell oh, him about it. In the Hello. Come on. Whatever. I'm so excited. So you got what three for five? Three, three out of five. Well, you still win. I mean, you won nothing, but you still. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Woo! That's so, par yeah. for the course around here. Yep, absolutely. So well, there's still only two losers. But see, that's even it's awesome because when I played, I got four and a half out of five. No, you didn't. And you not. got three and a half out of five. So I mean <laughs> Although I probably would have gotten five out of five if I'd had the questions you had. So. Look, this is no. That anyway, whatever. You, you you can't really compare the different questions. We can because you gave me something so off the wall that I didn't even know anything about. <laughs> I gave you something that you should pre you know Pretty they, much they, know about the yeah. movie and the comic books, so there. If they'd been all comic book questions, I think I'd been okay. I've only seen the movie one time, so. Whatever. Anyway, moving on. So we finished the stump to jump. You win, but by a score of three to five. <laughs> I win, but no, <laughs> well, I to won. Compare, to compare <laughs> three to mine, wins, whatever. Yeah. So we're moving on to Barry and Latoya's music in a minute. Yes, um, earlier this week... Really I, more Barry's music in a minute, because I'm not, like, listening to anything. Yeah. Uh, earlier this week, I did buy uh, Lonely Avenue, uh, which is the new Ben Folds uh, yeah, CD. Yeah, uh, let it's me actually, listen to it. Or yeah. two, well, two tracks. Yeah. It's actually in collaboration with uh, Nick Hornby, who's a writer. And uh, so the lyrics are actually by Nick Hornby. And all the music and uh, everything is composed by Ben Folds. And uh, it's, a, it's a good album. Um, my favorite tracks are uh, Picture Window, um, That's good. which I do actually prefer the pop version, which is one of the iTunes bonus tracks, hmm. um, but the regular version is nice too. Uh, Levi Johnston's Blues is a hilarious... That um, one was funny. I take it back. I take, guess you let me listen to three. Yeah, it was a hilarious uh, look at, of course, uh, Levi, Levi Johnston, Johnston uh, who was Palin Bristol's baby daddy. Bristol Palin. Bristol, Bristol Palin? What do I call yeah. her? Levi Bristol? No, you said Palin Bristol. Palin, whatever they are. I don't know. They, it's the librarian yeah. in you, you know. They, they, they don't like mooses or something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> and then uh, I also really like um, 
Saskia Hamilton. Yeah, I love uh, that song. It's a great it's just, song. It's layers and it gets stuck in your head. Yeah, it's a uh, it's good. And then I, I do also like uh, From Above, which you don't like. Um, oh, I, and then I also like Things You Think, uh, which is an iTunes bonus track uh, featuring Pompaloose. Uh, so those are good stuff. Um, <laughs> if you like Ben Folds, I think you'll like this album. I don't like it quite as much as Way to Normal, which is my favorite Ben Folds album. But uh, it's still very, very good. Uh, it has, I'd say, four tracks that are awesome tracks. Mm -hmm. And then a few that are like, oh, yeah, okay. And then a couple, you know, there's usually at least one or two stinkers on a Ben Folds album. Um, but uh, it's still highly recommended. And, of course, next week, um, October 4th, is when Shame actually was released for sale in the UK, uh, the Gary Barlow, Robbie Williams symbol, single. And then the week after that, the Robbie Williams Grace Hits. But see, you already have the single because they released it early here in the yeah, States, which yeah. is weird. That is weird. Um, so, so did you actually go in one. at that point and tag Robbie as one of the people you want to be told about when he has new stuff? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm already down for that. I don't know why. Well, it's weird because I only have, I have Michael Bublé set in mind. Yeah. But... I get the email from iTunes like almost like a week later. Yeah. So I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Now, um, I haven't seen it on iTunes yet. I don't know what the delay is. Um, I'm not sure when it's for sale, actually. But you can see the official video for Hands, which is uh, going to be the first single off the new Ting Ting's album. If you oh, go you to YouTube and type about... in Hands official video, that song is awesome. Yeah, I, mean, I like you it. You haven't even made me listen to it yet. Yeah. You know, usually you have to almost force feed this stuff to me because yeah. it's like, oh, yeah, I'll listen to it. And I don't. It's, it's much. You know, that first album was very 80s, um, new wave yeah. kind of sounding. This one is still very new wavy, but it has a lot more synth in it. Uh, which, cool. you know, to me, any song, there's never been a song made that did not sound better with some synth in it. <laughs> you're you're definitely um, loving your 80s yes. music. So you should watch this video and listen to the song, and man, you would think that you had been magically transported to the greatest era in human history, which is like 1982. Um... <laughs> It is awesome. Okay. If, she, if she'd been wearing leg warmers, it would have been complete. I probably, I probably would have watched that video another few times. Oh my gosh! Um, but anyway, uh, it's good stuff. If you like the Ting Tings, go check it out. If you don't like the Ting Tings, I don't want to hear it because you're not cool. Yeah, that's true. Because it, I mean, that first album was really cool. Yeah. Even my my son, when we went to Chuck E. Cheese, they were playing the Happy Birthday song that the Ting Tings sing on. Uh, when they visited Yo Gabba Gabba, mm -hmm. uh, he turns to Grandma and he says, "This is the Ting Tings." Oh my she gosh! Goes, what? He oh says, "This is the Ting Tings," and I said, "Oh, she doesn't know who the Ting Tings are." And he looked at her like she was <laughs> like her, her head was made out of like foam rubber or something. Oh my gosh! You know how could you not have heard? Well, of the I mean, Ting -tings? you do expose your son to some great music, yeah. so the fact that he's like. Telling you, oh, play my playlist or whatever yeah, is, is the, hilarious. His favorite song of all time, of course, is Don't Bring Me Down, mm -hmm. the uh, Electric Light Orchestra classic. Uh, he loves that song. So Cool. Yeah. <laughs> so I do look forward to seeing that. You'll have to show that to me. Um, so move in TV chat. Yeah, I think we've covered most of it. Yeah, I mean, I, for a while, <laughs> I was watching a lot of movies um, from, from Redbox. Mm -hmm. I think I talked about all of them on the air. Or, oh, sorry, I'm yawning, tired. <laughs> um, <laughs> or, yeah, now I'm starting to draw a blank. I have several movies that I um, rented from or checked out from here that I have to watch. I have the first three seasons of Dexter I'm supposed to be watching with Kenrick, so. Dexter's awesome. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I, I told him I would watch it with him, but, you Dexter know, Dexter is awesome. 
I guess I'll find out. What what enough. went for the Ting Tings goes the same for Dexter. So okay? if, if if I don't like Dexter, you're out then... as co-host. <laughs> okay. We'll have some Dexter loving co-host. Oh, okay. Next to me. I, I'm not allowed to not like That's Dexter. Right. Better, I got it. it. It better be like you know all the other views we express here. You just lie when you're around me. But <laughs> like I love that show. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> the in, Icebox Killer. That storyline was awesome. That is that the one that has John. That's season one. Oh, okay. Season one's Icebox Killer. Oh, okay. Well, you'll understand why in episode one. Because he puts the body parts no. in the icebox. No, 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 no. It happens in the icebox. You'll find out. I'm not going to ruin it for you. Whatever. Yeah, well, why won't anybody... you? Because you do it. But well, you've done I, it for I've me actually in the past. read the, the Dexter books. They're and, books. Um, yeah, they're. It's actually based on a book. Most cool are things you are. Well, no, I didn't. I, well, see, I didn't know if it was one of those cases where they do books after the series has been out. No. Because that happens too, but I didn't no, know it was fact, based on. No, matter of fact, the first season and the first book are very similar. Mm -hmm. The ending is different, actually. Um, so it's kind of like with the whole True Blood thing, because you said that's based on books as yeah, well. Yes. Then season two, it pretty much starts going off on its own mm -hmm. direction. Um, there's a, the occasional things you'll say, okay, well, that was in the books, but mostly it's like totally new stories. And uh, For instance, in season two, one of the major characters from the TV series is horribly, horribly killed. Mm -hmm. I mean, horribly. Okay. <laughs> but they're just fine in the TV series, you know. Um, so hang on, how so, many books are there? So, I mean, it's an uh, actual series of books? I think... Remember, there's at least there's at least five or six. Have you them. read all of them, or just no? I've read the first three. Um, okay. The first one is Darkly Dreaming Dexter. So, good stuff. We have those. I mean, not that I yes. actually want to read them, but they're actually quite popular. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's just uh, you work in a library. It seems like you're just I'm somewhat a, aware of things that are popular. I'm in the office a lot. I'm doing other stuff. I mean, you know, when I do get into circulation, I'm in the office a lot too. No, you it's not like I'm wandering me, the stacks. Chained to the desk. You know how oh, hard please. you work me. Um, but no, I and see, I just think it's funny because I ask this question, and it goes to the whole. When I am like, and when I throw into our acquisitions um, module about us getting books that are about to be turned into movies, and you don't necessarily always see the point, I'm like because not that always of, that often because sometimes sometimes to the go book back and read it, but sometimes the book doesn't have a good reputation. So, <laughs> I mean, it's one thing to say, oh yeah, we definitely need that book because it was an excellent book that inspired a TV show. As opposed to, oh yeah, yeah, Sex in the City was a bad book, wasn't it? No, it wasn't all of it. I haven't read them, mind you. We do well, have look them. At you. You're like, oh but, no, that book wasn't bad. But no, I'm just saying, we I haven't read it. But... We're supposed to have those books. Just like, what is it? Um, <laughs> I, I think this came from the fact that I said the Romantics is going to be coming out. Yes. And we didn't And you knew nothing about it other than the fact it was based on a book. So right. obviously so like we, we need the book. book. Well, what is it? Eat, Pray, Love came out yeah. a, a while back. And I was downstairs working at the front desk yesterday, and that's still there's still a long hold list. Well, I'm not and saying that. Still I'm not saying that. Obviously, I think books in general are better than the movies, but I mean the mere fact that you hear there's a what sounds like a kind of boring movie coming out, but it's based on a book, and you know nothing about the book. I think that there's like, still an audience of people who yeah want to then read. The I just book think or you know, as, 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 as tight as tax dollars are, you should at least go check out the reviews and stuff before you put it in. No, that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if everybody says there's a terrible book. Because then people would be curious enough to want to see Not if necessarily. in fact. If the that movie it was. comes out and disappears, then we just have a book on our shelf that nobody's gonna read either. That's you not should at least wait the to case. see if the you know, movie's popular or something. 
No. Well, I mean, because I want to anticipate the fact that... Whatever. Anyway, so we mentioned the fact that we talked about Big Ben, but we didn't say, okay, now it's officially back. Yes, last um, week was the season premiere. Yes, yes. Which and wasn't Tosh, actually pretty Tosh good episode. ended its season last night. Yeah, it was sad. But the Big Bang Theory was actually good last week um, because... What is it? Um, Sheldon went on his first date with Pharaoh, whatever, Fowler. Yeah. And um, uh, on Sunday, my animated shows came back. Yeah. So, oh, Simpsons, yeah, yeah. Cleveland. Cleveland, uh, Cleveland shows. Show. I did watch that one. Um, and there was an hour-long season premiere of Family Guy, which was hilarious. I guess. Um, I saw, was it that, was it last week's show or this week's where it was, I'm assuming, dedicated to... The main guy's mom or something? That was last week. Oh, okay. Because, yeah, you know, I record Cleveland, and so I think yeah. I got the tail end of whatever. Yeah, it was an hour-long uh, murder mystery episode um, involving James Woods, who's a recurring <laughs> character on yeah. Family Guy. Um, Is he playing himself? He always or plays is... himself. Okay. But he always, he's, he's an evil Version James of, Woods. Okay. It's kind of like how um, Neil Patrick Harris plays himself yeah. in um, the White Castle movies. Um, Love it's, that. it's the same thing where James Woods, he's, he's an evil man, <laughs> you know, but he's playing himself. So, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So yeah, that's back. Um, I have, because of, with the cruise and everything else, and I'm just so behind with all my shows, several of my shows have, um, other shows have come back, but they're just on the DVR. Oh, I love my DVR. I could not live without the DVR. Yeah. But, cause like, how One I met your mother I'm, I'm gonna like have to that. plug up a, um. Uh, you know, a hard drive to it and set it back up all my stuff. I'm I'm fearful that one day my DVR is going to die. Yeah, and I know there's possible. like 30 episodes of such and such I haven't seen yet. I know that is really scary. Mine's on a um a battery backup, so like if something occurs, which has happened before, it doesn't back up the data. Though. No, no, yeah. but I mean it's hilarious because there's been times where the power goes out in the house and I'm actually still watching television, and it will keep it on for another 15 or so minutes. Well, you know, enough time to shut it down, all that stuff. Right. But I usually keep watching it until it's gone. But, but yeah. So, so yes, I'm excited. The new, I guess this is a fall season. Yeah, has started and um, House started back. I have not watched it yet. House is my favorite drama on TV. But, um, but yet yeah, I have been watching Tosh and saw yesterday's episode. And I'm just sad it's done for the season. Yeah. Because it's such a great show. It is funny. I will miss it. And I mean, you know, definitely not something for the kids to no. be watching. Although I did love that, the initial scene. Because he always, he always starts by showing a video clip of just something either really hilarious or really just like, what in the world? Yeah. And so the, the group yeah, of the black first, guys yeah. and then the, the, the kind tubby of chubby, white guy. Yeah, dancing. And then I'm like, um. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was like, hmm. <laughs> But if I think we've said it before, if you've never watched Tosh and you're not really squeamish or or easily offended, yes, then then that is definitely a show to watch. I know that they have the first season available, I guess, online. Um, he always pushes Flow TV, or I don't even know what yeah. that is. But Flow TV is, a, from what I understand, I don't know how exactly how it works, but you carry it around with you and you can watch live television on it. It's about the size of like a PSP or something. And see, I'm wondering about that because, you know, I know that different cell phones have that capability yeah. or supposedly have the capability. But I'm like, just the streaming aspect takes yeah. forever. Even I mean, because you have to utilize some network to be yeah. able to do so. And I'm like, if you're using 3G, you're going to get screwed. And I know Dish has some thing. It doesn't, it's not yeah. live, but you can like download stuff from your DVR and onto it, it. Yeah. and watch it. 
Or is yeah. it, I think it's not DirecTV, but U-verse or something through AT&T. Yeah, I think so. I know because, Dish has one, too. Okay, because I don't think... They call it the think, Sling or something. Yeah, I don't think DirecTV, and I could be wrong. I mean, I have DirecTV, but, you know, I know that they've been pushing the commercials for U-verse and you being able to do that. And there's an iPhone app for it, and, you know, I'm like, oh, okay, that'd be kind of cool. Because it would be nice to be able to tote it with you. Yeah. But anyway, I prefer to watch it on my television at home. <laughs> Barry's Book Talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course, uh, I'm reading stuff. Um, You're always reading stuff. Yeah, I'm currently reading uh, The Girl Who Played With Fire, which is the second book in the uh, Millennium Trilogy, uh, which began with The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. How um, are you liking this one? I'm liking it a lot. It's uh, I'm about 120 or so pages into it, which mm-hmm. this one's, at least in the paperback edition I have, is uh, a little under 700 pages. Jeez. So I'm still fairly early. But um, it's off to a very good start. Um all the old faces from book one are back, including some that I thought were not going to be back. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's very good. Elizabeth it remains a very interesting character, and so does uh, so does Michael. Um, this one has to do mainly with uh, the sex trade um, and women being basically sold and trafficked, you know, as as sex slaves. And um, it's off to a very interesting start. Um, this is definitely a writer who. Uh, doesn't mind doing horrible, horrible things to his characters. Hmm. So, uh, you know, and it does continue the trend of uh, pretty much every every male character in the in the books. Not everyone, but almost everyone uh, does something despicable at some point. Um, so. Well, I'm reading. Wow. Whoa. I know. Is there a sound effect for this? Clapping, I guess. Or there we go. Oh my gosh! I'm actually reading. Um, Crocodile on the Sandbank, which is by Elizabeth Peters. Great It was book. a book that I picked up a couple of years ago and started reading and then put it back down. More than a couple of years ago. It was during our previous library director. Yeah, that's a couple of years ago. Yeah, I've been director for four Still, years. What well, define couple? Two? <laughs> okay, that's what several. a couple means. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, several years ago. You know, I didn't even, it, that, it was, oh my god! I know, gosh. yeah, sometimes I I'll say had, couple, too, and I actually just mean three or four, but, uh, yeah. But, you know, it's horrible, because that, it really just was, like, that eureka moment, where, yeah. wait, wait a second, couple, two people, yeah. the whole time I'm like, couple, I just use couple for, you know, anything more than one. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so, I mean, I think you started it, what, at least six years ago. Yeah, and then I put it down, <laughs> I think I read a couple chapters, put it down, I was like, ah, oh, whatever, um, and then... You know, since I've had my Kindle and for a while was using it, then just went through this period of just not using it at all. I'm not sure mine is. I'd have to I know you were saying you I can't swear, find I, it. I, I, it was sitting next to my bed at one point. And I noticed the other day it wasn't there now. So maybe I. Maybe Carrie was like, yeah, let's move this somewhere. I don't know. Else. I mean, I'm sure it's under something. Wow. <laughs> maybe but something's piled I downloaded on it. it. I think I had, like, I can't remember if I, if I had a coupon or what, but I decided to go ahead and buy a, a, another book for my Kindle. Because I have a lot of samples on there, which I haven't even read yet. But um, So now I'm about halfway in. Actually, what happens, what's been happening lately is at night, Kenrick will watch his shows, mm-hmm. and then I'll just be there beside him, and I'll just start reading. Um, well, he usually passes that. out anyway. Yeah, something like yeah. that. But no, I'm, I'm actually that really happens, getting I think, into it. Like, he's almost 60. So he's I mean, almost 60? Isn't he almost 60? He's no, 56? No. How old is he? 46. 46. Now, wait a minute. So, is this before he goes home at night? Yeah, this is... No, yeah. This is, 
So this is like Gary. <laughs> oh my god. Well, I mean, I know he doesn't live there, so I mean, this is it's like right. This is before he goes home right. at night. Anyway, catching um, some shut up before he hits the road. So yeah, I'll, I've been reading it the past couple nights. I started reading it on our way back from the cruise, um, and it's again I've been enjoying it quite a bit. And it's going in, Amber. No. Uh, this hey, is uh, Amber. Amber. Hi. What's going on? Luna. Um, the human resources people are here. Well, oh yeah, for the meeting. Yeah. yeah okay, and I think they want to talk to you. Well, we're about to wrap up. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah, just can you, like, can you take Latoya's place for just a second? I guess. What yeah. about you're just kicking me out of the show? Yeah, you need to go talk to Sherm. Fine. Wasn't I actually talking about how like reading a book and you're yeah. kicking me out? You don't yeah. read books. I can't tell yeah, her. She is actually reading a book right now. She started it in like 2004, and <laughs> she's picked it back up. Now uh, Amber Machin, who some people have. Oh, that's true. I, Ma- I was married. about to say Machin Faluna. Uh huh. Uh huh. Lies. <laughs> Amber Faluna, right? right? Sounds like the Dr. Seuss character, but is it? Right. Right. Um, of course, one of the, our only two five for fives ever. That's right. I was actually the chump today. I won to. But really? I'm going to go five for five. Oh. Yeah. Um, now, what are you reading? The book on... Um, the Dixie Haygood book. Oh, okay. It's been good? So far, it's pretty good. I yeah. say I've been busy with school, but from what I've read, it's very good. Cool. I'm reading uh, The Girl Who Played With Fire. Oh, yeah. I keep meaning to pick up that series. Yeah. It's excellent. Yeah. Um, so we're going to go ahead and wrap up the uh, show. And next week, I imagine LaToya will be back. It might be Amber, though. Oh. Um, because LaToya's going to start watching Dexter, and I told her if she doesn't like that show, she's off the show. <laughs> so I might need to replace her with you. What if I don't like Dexter? Do you like Dexter? I don't know. I've never watched it. But, see, it's one thing to have never seen it. It's another thing to have seen it and not liked it. Oh. Because, see, if she sees it and not liked it, she's not one of my kind of people. Let you just yeah. I don't know. Because you would like it. I would. I have faith in you. I, I'm so glad. Yes. Um, okay, so we're signing off. This is Barry and... Amber. Bye. Bye.